G'day everyone and welcome to another edition of The Weekend Wrap, the first for 2024 and uh, it's great to be back, great to be back um, and uh, I hope this is going to work tonight because uh, as I've been saying to Macca, we've got a fair bit on and uh, a, fair bit, uh, a fair bit of stuff going on with my computer at the moment. <laughs> Um, so for those of you watching on Facebook, and uh, we're back actually on Facebook Live and uh, on YouTube, of course, uh, bear with us because this is our pre-season and uh, as always, joining me is my partner in crime who seems to have slipped down in his chair somewhat. Maka, how are you going, mate? No, I'm doing well, mate, apart from the fact that I, my nose is a bit carved up at the moment. I had to have another... Uh, cancer cut out there and a skin graft put on it, but uh, that was on Wednesday. But we made a tough, tough mate. We can do it. Can I can I get you to uh, just move your camera up a bit so that we can actually see you? <laughs> uh, hang on. Oh, okay. Just, Sorry. There Sorry. you go. Look at that. Much better. Uh, yeah, I was just sort of relaxing back a bit there. Much better. So for those uh, who may not know, we're. Uh, we're trying something new this year, Mac, and uh, some people might uh, be able to see it, others not. Um, I can see that it's pushing my little old computer pretty hard, but uh, not yeah. too bad. So for those that are on uh, YouTube, um, feel free to uh, to uh, let me know. Go Crows, you're on YouTube. How's it looking on YouTube, mate? Give us a... Uh, has, uh, let me know how it's going on YouTube because uh, this is very, 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 very experimental, Mac. Very experimental. Well, if we have some tech problems, mate, it won't be the first. <laughs> but uh, just to give everyone a bit of a uh, a bit of a look around proceedings, uh, and I can I can do that. Uh, we've got uh, our. Maka, you're up there on the screen, and we've got the chat going on the screen. Um, I've got to resize that by the looks of it, but that's cool. Uh, we've got a bit of uh, footy going on in the background there on our TV screen, and uh, we've got another screen over here that'll be in use. And uh, we do have a lot of other stuff, Mac, but I'm just not going to push it right now because, uh, whoops, see, there we go already. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm just not going to push it right now because, uh, like I said, I'm getting used to using this new setup. And uh, oh, I'll see if I can actually resize chat while we're talking because uh, that's a little bit annoying. Mac, how was your summer, mate? Uh, good, really good. Um, didn't do overly much. Um, I'm a very good gardener and I, I, did it. I worked in my garden. We went out a bit and around yeah. and about. But nothing really special, mate. We didn't go away for any major holidays or anything like that, but we did have some right. nice barbecues and that sort of stuff. And uh, did you happen to uh, come across um, any football so far? I know you don't really take much notice, but uh, I thought you might have caught a game or two. Yeah, I think there was a couple on, wasn't there? 
I think there's been one or two games on, yeah. Yeah. Talking about football, I actually uh, uh, been, uh, met uh, Horn Francis uh, uh, at a social do. He's a re- oh, yeah. really nice guy. He's top guy. Top guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's 100% uh, top guy. Oh, look at this. I'm doing it on the fly, Mac. It's just sometimes I surprise myself. I really do. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, how do you turn off audio on Discord? Uh, you just mute it down the bottom. Uh, no, back to that. No, on France down Holiday Street on Friday. No, I did not. <laughs> I met him at a, I met him at a, um, a function. Let's put it that way. Very good. All right. Well, look. Um, as I mentioned, I've got a bit of the, uh, got a bit of the footy going. Uh, let's see if I can swing around to it. Can I swing around to it? I don't know whether I can. No. Oop, wrong one. See. It's already just a freaking mess. There we go. <laughs> no, I can't swing around to it. But people get the idea. Um, yeah. Um, so we've had a bit going on in the off-season, but the thing that's probably the, the thing that I want to talk about first, Mac, now that I've gotten over the, uh, the, uh, the fear of what I'm doing here, is uh, significant, I think, that, uh, Matthew Nix hasn't been re-signed yet. Well, they keep saying that the conversation's going. I mean, how long do you have a conversation about that? I think one of two things. Um, they, they're arguing about the length of term or the dollars, because I think he will be reappointed. Or, in the, in the extreme case, that might be wait to see how we perform in the first couple of games. Um, and yep. then... So do your negotiations and subject to how we perform in the first couple of games, and then we'll look at it then. So, but yep. I wouldn't be surprised if they if they if they give me a contract before we start. Um, uh, I I think that probably he deserves a couple of years. I mean, if you ever look at our progress since he's had us, it's always been going upwards, and really it should have been a final eight job uh, last year. When we won't go through all that again, but. Um, He's now got a lot of uh, owners put on him because that's the groundwork. He's really got now has to... He's shown that he can actually start building a team. Now he's yeah. got to show that he finish it. And that's the hard part, always the hard part. Yeah, true. True. I, and that's, I guess, my area of concern, Mac. It's... Um, that's a little bit washed out, that picture, unfortunately. But uh, that's what we're, uh, what we're trying to what I'm trying to learn at the moment anyway um whether he can actually um take it to the next level um I you know there was some there was some tactical errors that he made last year a couple of games uh, one in particular I remember where he took Jake Saligo off when he was had about nine or ten disposals in the first quarter and uh uh you know ended up subbing him off and you know we ended up losing that game against Collingwood and uh, a couple of other little bits and pieces. Uh, selection was a bit hit and miss at times, I thought, um, and we certainly chatted about that uh, during the course of last year as well. I, we've got a pretty hard draw 
in our pre-buy. Our draw is not easy. The games that we've got away are against tough teams. And, um, you know, it's not going to be a walk-up start. It's not going to be, you know, um, easy going. Uh, and it just makes me wonder um, whether he's got the chops to go again, mate, to go again, whether he's got the chops to actually, uh, um, you know, take us to the next step. Well, that that's the key, isn't it? Um those first six games, they're going to be very telling. And because you said they're difficult games, there's no... Yeah. And I don't think there's going to be too many easy games this year, by the way. I think it's going to be... Um, we, I mean, we will have improved, but so will all the other teams have improved. So uh, yeah. it just depends whether you've out, outperformed them in the improvement. And yeah. if you haven't, well, you don't win any more than... So he's got a lot of pressure on him. As I said, he's done a good job, in my opinion, of, of building a team. Um if we were, say, having Clarkson at his best or one of those coaches at their the best, I would have no doubt they'd take this team on to a premiership in the next couple of years. Agreed. Um, and this would, that really is, he's, it, this is his biggest test, whether he can do that. I think they probably will appoint him for a couple of years, uh, but uh, I, personally, I, I, I would like them to actually wait till the end of those six games just to see, even if we were one and five or two and four, it's how you got your one and got your two and how you lost the four or five. So yeah. um, just have a look at, I mean, because we lost six, was it five or six games last year by less than a goal. And, you know, with a little bit of a, having a plan in action, what, what happens in tight games, which is we didn't seem to have, um, then, you know, maybe... If he improves on that, he may be in a situation where he's sitting well. If he hasn't improved on that, we might be sitting in a, in a in a bad position. Yeah, look, that <clears throat> that's true. I mean, Guy Man in the chat makes a point that you know, if if uh, we'd had a certain goal uh, allowed, then we would have been playing finals, and it's you know therefore likely that he may have already been re-signed. Um, yeah. Look, I. I don't disagree, actually. I think if we'd have made the finals, and particularly if we'd have won one, and we probably would have been uh, well-placed to get through the first week, in my opinion, um, you know, he might have been re-signed on the spot. We may well look back on that as a blessing in disguise, Macca. We may or we may not. You know, it's a, it's a situation that, we've still, even though we didn't make the eight, we've still got a bloody hard draw thing. Well, yeah, yeah, and that's what I mean. Our, our draw is not an easy one. Uh, if you look through the first half of the year and we'll look at it a little bit more closely um, next week and the week after, but, um, you know, if you ha have a look at our first half of the season, it is really not that simple. And, um, I, look, I, I think Matthew Nix has done a wonderful job for the Adelaide Footy Club, I really do. I think he's. Um, we were a broken club when he walked in the door. Um, yep. Culturally, uh, squad-wise, um, you know, we're all all over the shop. And to his credit, and the credit of others that have assisted him, he's done an amazing job at pulling the side together, pulling the club back together again from a from a football point of view, and um, you know. Uh, from that point of view, you can't fault him. But no. 
having gotten us through that, he's now got a job to do, and the job is to win a flag, and that's the bottom line. And uh, you know, I guess we'll have to wait and see whether uh, whether he's got it. Yeah, and but I, I'm thinking he will get resigned though, Ben. I am thinking he will be. I think the only the only <clears throat> I think he will too, unless we have an absolute shocker. Just like if we're one and five after the first six rounds, that'll put some pressure on. Um, I guess then the question will be. Mate, what's the um, what's the term? Ah, uh, for me, it'd only be two years, only two years. Um, yeah, only two years because uh, the next two years are the most telling years whether we are going to become a force or whether we're not. We've we've made the steps onto the, you know, we've opened the door. And now can we go through the door and go upwards, up the stairs, or are we just standing at the doorstep and going no further? And um, yeah, that's why I would only make it two years. And, you know, it would might be that, you know, if, say, for example, we have this uh, absolutely wows of a start and we, and we say after 15, or well, maybe, maybe make it 14 games and we're something, something like 10 and 4, you might make Give him an extra year. If you've given him two, you might throw another year on top at that stage. But um, mm. initially, it's got to be only two. Yeah, look, I think so, Mac. Uh, I, you know, there's a probably. Whoops, what have I done here? Jeez, there we go. Wow, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm just flicking the camera around. Sorry to those that are watching. <laughs> um, I, I think you're right. I think. It'd be point if you're going to reappoint point him. It's pointless giving him a one year extension. Uh, the only way I could see him having a one year extension is if we do get off to a shocker, and they want to take the pressure off him and just get him like get him another year. Um, but I think two is right. Um, you know, if we if we get off to a flyer and and we have a great season and we you know get the top half of the eight and push deep into the finals, he could get three. He could. I'd still prefer two. Uh, I like the idea of two because um, it means that the coach has always got a conscious in the back of his mind that he's got to perform. Well, I think two is a good term for a coach. Uh, I really do. I think. Uh, ex- I mean, you've got the you've got the outliers that get you know coach for life kind of contracts um, and ultimately they're meaningless anyway um, but um, I think under, under normal circumstances I think two is a good uh, a good uh, period and I look I think I think they might use gather round if we if we're one or two up by the time we get to gather round I think uh, they might use gather round as a bit of a momentum push for the for the weekend to uh, to uh, to get that going yeah, I like that. I think that, that that would be good timing. Yeah. So um, injury-wise, um, so far during the preseason, it hasn't been too bad. Wayne Miller uh, has had a few hamstring problems um, and didn't really feature or hasn't really featured to any great extent so far uh, in dispatches. Um, uh, we've had, obviously, we've still got Nick Murray out, uh, although he's apparently ahead of schedule, Mac. Uh, yeah, with his he, knee, which is good news. 
Yeah, he's a good player. I mean, he, he was actually at the time our best defender by the country mile. And, uh, yeah, when he was going down, it certainly weakened our defence. And it'd be, be, look, he, he's not going to go straight back to that form. But, you know, he'll build. He'll build. And, you know, by perhaps if we're in finals and by finals time, he he might be by, be by then starting to show some good form because he really is a very talented player. He, he really is. And it, yeah, I don't. Th- it doesn't seem like the type that will uh, spend too much time worrying about his knee. I reckon one or two games back, and he'll be uh, back to his bullocking best. Um, we've uh, also Dan Curtin has had uh, a few problems with his knee. That's a carryover uh, from his junior days. Um, I must admit, in the preseason game against Port. It worried me a little bit. He didn't look like he was moving terribly well laterally. Uh, what were your thoughts on that? Uh, I think you know, I think he just struggled with the game and the, the pace of the game in that in those first uh, four quarters, I, I, or certainly the first three. I noticed that uh, the longer the game went on, and probably lesser quality as well against him. But no, I thought he moved quite well in the last part of it. Um, no, I'm not worried about him about that part of his, uh, him at the moment. Um, he's, you know, I just don't want them to push him too early, um, and unless you know they're forced to by necessity. I want him to be playing this year, but I don't necessarily yeah. want him to be playing uh, game one unless, uh, like you know, next trial game he has an absolute slash. But what he did show us, um, he he was lost, and he really was lost in the early part of that. Uh, game and uh, and I said he got better the longer the game went and one thing I can guarantee is that you put the ball in his hand there's a very very good chance he's going to put onto a teammate's chest he's a lovely kick beautiful kick yeah uh, who are the other injury worries that we've had um, you mentioned Miller I just, want, I just wanted to say about Miller right? um, if you have a look at Miller's record last year I think he played all games bar one and that is the only year he hasn't had bloody injury worries. Um, you know, I thought that he'd... If you go back to it when he, since he's been drafted, he's only played like 10s and 12s and all that sort of stuff through just through injury. And last year he had a really good year in terms of form and also in turning up uh, for all the games, about, I think, bar one. But, uh, look, he's a very important player for us because once he gets that easy, you know... He, he, last year he was dancing and prancing and moving and turning and twisting and then he, at the end of it, just puts it neatly on somebody's uh, chest. You know, he's just a very, very talented player and I think he's very important important to us because another backline player, we're already down to some of the bigs and we don't want another small one down as well. Yeah, look, I I uh, felt like he, he found his niche a little bit across half-back as a distributor of half-back. Um, yeah. You know, he's not a defender's backside. Let's be honest. Um, but the way we the way we structure up, um, you know, having him as an outlet um, is bad. Uh, you know, I guess the only my only concern with Wayne is that when did we draft in twenty fifteen? Yep. Less than a hundred games, ninety odd games. That. That, that's my point. Last year was his big year of games, and every other year it's just been a handful. 
Yeah, and uh, he's in the uh, leadership group this year, and I, I will discuss the leadership group in a minute. Uh, but he's in the leadership group this year, and uh, you know, I mean, obviously, years of experience, um, absolutely. Um, yeah. But uh, in terms of games played, um, yeah, uh, it's it, it's quite shocking, really. Yeah. Now we've got Butts also injured. I mean, Butts had. Uh, he missed a lot of uh, the end of last year, and uh, got to say, Keane came in and did a great job, and he never got an opportunity to do anything this uh, particular game because of certain dirty mongrel just smashed him in the head. That was yeah. Don't get me started on that. that that's just one of the. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about that in a minute, Mac, when we go yeah. through the practice yeah. match. But yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, Keane, I think is a he's an AFL footballer. He's a good for AFL footballer. I agree. Yeah, I and agree. so, so but he he you know he won't play next week, but he'll be right for when when those when there's games. So, yeah. uh, I actually I actually prefer him at fullback. Um, but Butts is a, is a negator, but he doesn't get much of the ball, and a lot of the time he's caught behind his man as well. Um, the other one, the other player that actually has been injured, which is a pity, because um, he was absolutely on fire, was Saliga, and uh, I know that. I heard, I can't remember who it was, one of the uh, coaches saying that Saligo is going to be a real gun this year. He's going to really, that he's, he's exploded at training and he's really looking the part and they reckon he's going to be, a, have a really red hot year. So, and I can see that because the guy's got the makings of it. And uh, yeah, but he'll be, he'll be available for the first game of the year and probably might even play in the trial next week. Yeah, well, let's hope so. Um, he's um, he's one that I felt in patches last year looked fantastic around the contest, and his his movement in in traffic was really good. And um, you know, you wonder where they're going to fit him in in terms of you know uh, position wise. But uh, yeah, let's hope he gets back on the park. Obviously, we've got Harry uh, out probably. You would think for most of the season with a with that Achilles. Um, uh, I can't think of anyone else though that's uh, not on the park at the moment. Yeah, I think we've just about covered the ball. Oh, Sloane, Sloane, but now, oh, Sloane with his eye, yeah. Yeah, now it worries me about Sloane because I don't want him in the side. To be honest, I really don't want him in the side because to me that just holds another youngster back in a, in the process of growth. And uh, with we, you know we've got this, we are in a process of growth and. Sloan coming back, he'll tell you only place I can probably put is a wig or a half back or something like that, and that means one of the kids like a Nan yeah. Curvis or something like that's going to be put out. And yeah, uh, at, at this stage, I mean, Sloan should have retired, but look, he wants to go on it, and I understand. But apparently, he'll well, you know, reduce, reduce salary, but it's very hard to give up a game. I understand that. Well, more. Um... More issues with his eye, obviously, and you know how many. That's twice he's had that detached retina now, isn't it? Three. And uh, I mean that just can't be good. Third time. Um, that was your third you know, time. You know, just thing. pardon. That was your third time. Is it really? Yeah, we had one a long time back prior. Yeah, right. Uh, like, geez, it's not something you really want to mess around with, is it? Oh well. I've had a detached retina, um, and I'll tell you what, it's bloody scary because yeah. I, wasn't, 
I was happy to share under the shower when I had mine, and all of a sudden there's like an explosion in my bloody eyeball, and instead of seeing having vision, I've got uh, explosions going on in my eyeball. And uh, what were you having a shit or? No, I was having a shower. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> I wonder where the old toilet from. Wasn't squeezing one out and got a bit overzealous? No, 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 nothing like that. I rushed up to the Royal Adelaide Hospital on a Sunday and I fluked, I just absolutely, absolutely fluked. The guy who does the retinas in the eye, he'd been, uh, in my case, it is also split, so he had to weld it with a with a green laser. And, um, oh, Jesus. Okay. Yep. And it's only it's only bloke in hospital that can do it. And he just happened to come in there to uh, catch up with his paperwork. He's copped me. Bloody hell! So, so I was very, I was very, very lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I, I, I don't see how Rory gets a spot. To be honest with you, if if they're really serious, then they would have put him on a reduced salary. He's there as insurance. He's there to, to um, bring the youngsters through, provide guidance, all the rest of it. It's, it's notable that he's not in the leadership group. Um, you know, uh, I think I just there, there's a, there's a few issues, um, and we probably should probably at this point segue into the form that we've seen so far in the intra club trial, and also the one against Port, but. Um, yeah. He's only on a very base salary, thing. Yeah, not yeah, the money. no, I understand that. It's not the money, it's I just understand. he's going to make... And he has been told that he, he may be playing B-grade games as well. Yeah, yeah. So, look, you know, uh, hopefully that's the way it pans out. I um, I can't, I just can't see him um, figuring heavily in dispatches, to be honest with you. No, I agree. Now, if someone on YouTube can just give me a hoy just to make sure that I've got Macca's um, volume up loud enough. It's a bit uh, bit hard for me to balance at the moment. So if someone's on YouTube, or uh, I can't see Facebook comments, unfortunately, uh, at the moment. But if you're on YouTube and you think Macca's a little bit quiet, it's not because I don't, don't want you to hear what he's got to say. Because his input is very, very valuable. And he's an esteemed member of the Crowcast crew, and I'm so glad that he's with us again this year. And um, far be it from me to, you know, block him out. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I'm just having a crack, mate. Uh, no, no, no. Um, so, all right. So, I don't think we've learnt too much so far. I mean, we had the intra club trial, and usually you can see who's in blue and. That you you kind of get a picture that they're the first twenty two and all that sort of stuff and you know then you got the the hangers on sort of coming in in the yellows or or flicking over at half time but um, you know Matty Crouch looks like he's going to get first crack in the middle uh, yeah and I, I think rightly so I thought his form was very very good when he was in there. Um, I, I thought they actually used the midfield very well on the weekend. And I've got some statistics, which are team statistics, not player statistics. Um, but we won the centre clearances 18 to 10. Now, um, and also, uh, also the, at stoppages, we won those 32 to 29. Yeah. So 
Um, and we did have, a, really, when you think about it, I mean, Port Adelaide, they, and this is another figure which is very important, we had 69 interchanges. They only had 37. In, in, in the first four quarters. quarters? Really? 37, yep. And we had 69. That's not many at all, isn't it? No, because they kept their big guns out there all the time. Whereas we were yeah. just rotating, rotating, rotating. Yeah, so, they I did mean, play pretty much their best twenty best available, didn't they, in that first four quarters? Yeah, even when they, you know, when they took we took our, uh, our best guys out in the midfield, they still had Horn Francis who'd been really firing, and yeah, and, uh, yeah. and, Rose, and Rosie's in there. So um, I had I thought our midfield actually did very very well. That's one part of the game I was very happy with. I was actually happy with O'Brien. I thought that uh, O'Brien was a dominant player, and, I, and Although, you know, he's awkward, he's clumsy and he's not the greatest skillful player, but geez, his effort was outstanding in terms of running and running and getting to the getting to contests. I thought I liked the way he played and um, yeah, you know, he he will hold that ruck play uh he's not gonna get replaced in the first ruck. He he just No, I don't think he not, will. I wonder, Mac, whether we're going to be a little bit more dynamic with the way we uh, use him and Thilthorpe this year. Um, uh, it seems that uh, O'Brien uh, like spent a little bit of time up forward so far, and um, I just wonder whether we might, uh, now that Riley Thilthorpe's got a, uh, another season into him, whether they might, rather than just giving a five-minute chop out at the end of a quarter whether we might get a little bit more proactive with those rotations and try to stretch a few sides, um, you know, with, with different looks. I think, I think you'll still only be, a, you know, he'll only be a relief ruckman um, with O'Brien doing most of the work because I think, in a way, we, we're partially getting ready for the um, post-Walker era. I noticed that Phil Thorpe seemed to be the main man that they were targeting up forward. And uh, yeah, or for Fogarty. If you think about it, Walker wasn't used a lot at all. Um, but you know, by his no, standards, he was quiet. He was pretty quiet. Yeah, and um, the, on the other hand, Phil thought. Well, I thought was uh, uh, well Rankin. I thought was our best player, and Rankin was actually there outstanding both up forward and, and also in the midfield. He first with the midfield were, were fantastic, but um, Phil thought I thought was uh, easily the second best player on the ground, and then. And I thought he, you know, his marking was very, very sound, really solid, and he's got a strong body now. He, I think he moved very well. Um, yeah, I, I somebody said they disagree in the background, um, but you know, I, I was I was happy with him, in the, and I think you know, in the future, that the Phil thought would probably be one of the key figures in the forward line, along with um, with Fogarty, because Walker's. You know, he, this could be his, what, last year? Might be another two years. Well, I mean, you know, fraught with danger writing text off at the moment. But, um, look, <clears throat> I'm not quite with you with regards to Riley Thilthorpe up forward. I was oh. disappointed. I was disappointed with the number of times, Mac, that he led under the ball when he was one-on-one -on -one with Aaliyah Aaliyah. I felt like he was feeling for Aaliyah often in those situations and it unfortunately reminded me a bit of Josh Jenkins and um, in terms of not seeking contact 
Um, I know he's still young. I know he's got ways to go, but it, it's a, it's, it's a. I don't think he's ever going to be that strong contested marking beast that maybe a Luke McDonald is going to turn out to be. I he, look and don't get me wrong, he's got plenty of chops. He's fantastic below his knees. He's a runner, um, you know, all sorts of things. But as a as a pillar up forward that you can kick in high to, I'm not convinced yet, Mac. Well, he kicked two and he should have kicked three um, because he took the mark and uh, missed an easy shot. Um, and then, you know, as I said, we only we only actually had 49 inside 50 for the game for the mm. whole four courts. So I thought he did a pretty, pretty good job, actually. And I disagree with Rabbit totally. Rabbit's uh, disagreeing with me and also I disagree with you, Rabbit. But look, we both entitled to our opinion. Don't don't start oh, arguing, Mac. This is this is this is the the free love, the free love podcast, where everyone's yeah. happy. We oh we, yeah, but we're, we're, we, we're not all gonna we're not all gonna agree, are we? No, 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 no. Look, I'm just having a lend. Um, yeah, no. Look, uh, jury's still out for me for Thilthorpe up forward. Um, I mean, Ali is a strong opponent, uh, seasoned campaigner, strong body, fully developed, all those sorts of things. Riley's still growing. Um, I just, I just see some Josh Jenkins in his contested work. Nah, didn't see that at all. Well, I could show you some clips. Jen- Jenkins squibbed it. I, I look if he did squib, Phil thought squibbed it. I didn't see it. There, there was a, there was, a, I think it was in the second quarter. No, no, actually, it was probably the first, either the first or the third quarter, where Thilthorpe basically ran under the ball <coughs> rather than propping uh, and getting contact from Aaliyah. <coughs> That's one that stuck out to me. And there was a couple of times where he ran under the ball. Um, I think um, Rabbit actually, <coughs> pardon me, Rabbit actually um, posted a picture in. Um, the Crows chat in Discord with uh, Riley going up one-handed, um, being caught under the ball. Uh, there were a few times, uh, Mac. And look, I'm not, I'm not writing him off by any stretch. He's he's a talented kid. He's going to have a great career. My only concern is that he might just not be that contested forward beast that we thought. Um. I think he's taken a big step this year compared to last year. Um, yep. Because, uh, and, uh, you know, some players aren't, aren't automatically just stars. They, they, you know, and usually with guys that are tall, they, they often take a lot longer. I mean, he's very, very mobile for a big guy, and I think because of that we expect oh, a lot more, lot more of amazing. him. Amazing. Uh, oh, no, look, but, I, I, I see him ending up being a Nick Revolt. I think he's a running centre half forward that's just going to burn blokes off. That's that's how I see Thilthorpe with 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 a ruck roll um, of some sort. Um, he he's so good at ground level macker and he's so clean and his disposal and decision making decision making is improving, and I think will continue to com- improve as he gains more confidence. Um, and he's uh, such a problem. Uh, when he gets on his scooter, 
Um, I just, oh, my only concern with Riley is if you if you think you're going to stick him in the goal square and lob it on his head, and he's going to kick five for you, I don't think he's that guy. No, I don't think that's how he's going to play, um, or you, that, that's not how you want him to play. I mean, you want him mobile, like he, like the marks he took were mainly on leads um, and contestedly uh, contested marks. Some of them were strong under a lot of physical pressure as well. So um, I, I don't see him as a goal square player, no. And yep. somebody else doesn't. Rabbit agrees with that, that part. Yep. We, only, we only disagree on whether he's going to be the man up, up forward. I think he will be. But then again, I've been wrong before. Once. <laughs> no, Maka, never, never. B. Dosey yeah. on the chat would, would understand how much I agree with you on everything that you've said. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fun times! All right, uh, another bloke that I want to talk about was Joshua Shelley. Um, yeah, good game, good game. Oh, again, like probably not as uh, bullish on Josh as you. Um, I thought uh, to some degree, yeah, you're right in the sense that. I think there's more in him, but he gave us enough to make you like it and want more. Put it that way. I, you know, I, he, you know, some of his stuff was good. He did some a couple of nice clearances from centre. Um, also, he did a couple of nice things up forward as well. Um, yeah. But you, but you are right. He can do more, and I think as the season develops, he will do more. Look, I don't know whether we're going to get more than 10 to 15 disposals out of Rochelle over the course of his career. I think he might end up being a flashy half-forward with cameos through the middle. I, I'm not seeing enough at this stage. And again, it's early days, right? It's early days. And, you know, he did come into our squad as a forward mid. Um, very much a forward mid, you know. So our expectations with regards to his um, midfield chops, you know, shouldn't be too high at this stage because he's got to learn that craft. Um, he's got to stay in the in the in the game for longer periods, Macker, in my opinion. And I know it's difficult at half forward, but certainly when he's got runs on the ball, he needs to be able to get to contests. And I'm not sure whether his fitness is up there yet for that. And you're probably right. Um, but there was one beautiful clearance, centre clearance from him, which is where he put it straight on uh, Rankin's chest and, uh, and then Rankin reciprocated later by doing the same thing for him from the, from the uh, centre clearance. But you're right. Um, I don't think at this stage he's a hard midfielder by a long a long shot. Um, and he had, yeah. uh, but I think as he gets older, he'll he'll just play a bit more in there and uh, he'll get a bit stronger and, and a bit better. Uh, he's got, he's certainly got the brains and he's got the skills, all the rest of it. And, yeah, we, I know we, we expect more from him. This is his third year, I think, isn't it? Yep, yep. He's had, the, he's, had the two, he's had the two years where first year, well, you, you know, you find your feet. In fact, you but let's not forget, sorry to, inter sorry to interrupt you, Mac, let's not forget, he was one of the players that was affected in his, in his late junior career by the COVID season he only played like five or six games in 22 21 or 20 or something 
Like he yeah. he he was severely underdone, like a lot of those players were coming out of that COVID year. So you could almost say he he's a year behind in that respect. And I do make allowances for that. No, that's re- that's relevant. So it is. It's very relevant, actually. So, yeah. But uh, but he showed us glimpses of what he can do, and what yeah, you know, and what he can do can be quite magical at times. Um, we just want more of it. That's all. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, oh, I really hope that they start using Isaac as a midfield because he he is electric in there when he gets going. Isn't he? Yeah. Um, you know, we actually had some very good players in the midfield, and that's as I said, we we, we won the midfield eighteen to ten, and that, that was with yeah. a combination of players. Sometimes I noticed that. Um, uh, the combination of um, when it's Dawson, Laird and Crouch was only used it was, it was used I think as the opening one but if you go through the game and watch the whole game for centre bounces it wasn't used a lot um, uh, sometimes Laird would miss sometimes Crouch would miss and, um, and that's how they fed Rankin, Rochelle and Pedler in there so yeah. um, at least Perhaps I've been listening to this show thing because we were saying all that last year. So maybe, uh, perhaps they listen to us. Do you reckon? They bloody they should. <laughs> they should. <laughs> they bloody should. Oh, I think, oh, there's good stuff on this. There's us. <laughs> Usually, the- don't listen to us. Just read the chat. That's where all the good ideas are. <laughs> I was about to say that. With all due respect, we've got some pretty wise heads in the, out there yeah. in the chat. I, I really like Isaac through the midfield. I think he's got a great step. He's got good ball awareness. I think he, he really surprised around the contest for mine last year. I didn't expect that from him. Um, and I think uh, if he's got the wheels and the tank, um, then we really should be using him um, You know, for long periods, uh, not just little cameos. I think he only had, last season, he only had like, 12 or 15 centre bounce attendances for the whole season and most of those were in the space of a couple of games and they seemed to mothball that idea uh, which I found surprising although it was clear that they were using him as a uh, a forward of centre stoppage player um, but I think he's got great value particularly Mac if we decide to use Laird and Crouch um, as our as our um, you know our uh, Bulldogs, I guess you want to say, our coalface yep. players. You know, we've got Geordie Dawson, who's obviously going to run through there as a permanent fixture. Um, yep. I think you've got the opportunity to use Isaac and, and Luke Petler and a little bit of Josh Rochelle if he's playing well, uh, through there to add a little bit of zip. Because as good as Dawson is, he's a, he's a loper and he's a little bit one pace and you'll get your good clearances, but... He's not a zippy player by any stretch. He's a strong player who who brush off tackle and and break fr- free. Um, but I think it'll be a good mix. I I guess uh, one of the question um, I wasn't overly impressed with Sam Berry's game. I didn't, I didn't. It's not as if he did a lot wrong, but I I felt like uh, he didn't do enough to maybe stake a claim ahead of Matt Crouch. At least for the start of the season. No, he he won't he won't uh, displace Crouch. But I will give him credit that I thought the his overall game um, 
apart from his kicking, um, was good, uh, relatively good. I thought he went, he worked, he, his work rate was excellent, put it that way. It didn't always get yep. the ball, but his work, work rate was excellent. Um, yeah. The knock on him is a little bit of on pace, but more, more so the fact of his disposal. And when you compare the way that the classiest uh, breaks we had out of the midfield came from Rankin and Rochelle, and you know things happen after that when, they, when you bring it out the way they do. But uh, uh, Crouch was very, very good at distri- with his distribution uh, and uh, led to a lesser degree as well. And as you say, Dawson, is, he's a bulldog and he'll fight and, and he's good for the hard ones. But, um, no, I think Barry's future is going to be, uh, well, put it this way, he's getting squeezed both ways because yeah. there's, players, there's players like Rankin and Rochelle coming into the midfield with, with uh, Peddler as well. But down below that, the boys that played um, the last couple of quarters in the midfield, and the, well, I am very much in love with one of them, Edwards. I think Edwards is uh, ultimately going to be a very, very good player for us. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think um, my worry with Sam Berry is that he's obviously the heir apparent to the Laird Crouch kind of role. But yeah. given given Crouch's resurgence uh, last year and given Laird is you know just keeping on keeping on and probably has another you know, three seasons left in him at, at the very least, you get to the point where you think, well, Sam's only going to be there as, a, as an injury backup at this stage and he's he's probably good enough to get a coalface game at another club. So, and if he does decide to leave or if we do decide to trade him, um, we don't have a lot of other bulldog kind of players there. So we go from having, you know, one too many to, to none. Mm. No, I, I agree with you. So it'll be interesting to see how they handle him. And look, uh, Matt Crouch, uh, you know, he he uh, he um, can tail off a little bit. Uh, like he had a good back half of the year with five or six really good games uh, by, you know, in terms of disposals at least. So you, can, I'm not going to get into the argument about his effectiveness at this stage, but you know he certainly racked up the the disposals and got plenty of the ball. Um, so it's going to be that that one's going to be interesting. Just before we move on, Mac, uh, I'd just like to thank everyone who's joined us. Uh, we've got some uh, viewers on Facebook. We've got a few on Twitter that we're streaming live too. I thought I'd give that a crack, and uh, quite a few on on YouTube again. So. Um, this uh, little little precursor sort of pre-season blow the cobwebs out for us is only going to get better there's there'll be tons of graphics and lots of good stuff now that i know it's actually i can't see any smoke coming out of my pc so i think it's handling it all right mac um <laughs> so we'll be able to ride back again it is good to see the yeah. guys back again. Now, look, it's fantastic. So, look, if you are watching us for the first time and, you, and you're keen to get around us for the season, uh, we've got a fantastic Discord server uh, with plenty of lively chat during the week and also on game days. Um, please subscribe and, and like us on uh, YouTube um, so that we can get up to uh, some meaningful numbers and, and hit the algorithm a little bit harder on YouTube. And also, if you're listening to us, obviously, on or watching us on Facebook, uh, we've got 
we've got considering I've neglected the Facebook page over the last couple of years, Mac. We've got nearly a thousand followers there too. So, um, very good. you know, really appreciate everyone's um, uh, ongoing uh, viewership. I guess you'd say. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, hopefully, hopefully we can build on that again this season. Um, and the other thing, Mac, if you happen to own a business, this is a pretty good bloody platform now to bloody advertise on it. We got screens everywhere. You can. We're obviously a, a, an extremely professional production, probably second only to Fox Sports in terms of uh, football coverage now, Mac. I would say. <laughs> so well, you know. If you want to get around the Crowcast and give us a sponsorship, uh, if you do own a business, then hit me up. Feedback, no, sorry, I'll, I'll give you the sponsorship at aflcrowcast.com. Um, flick me an email and and uh, we'll have a chat. I'm really keen to get some sponsors on board this year so that we can continue to uh, increase the quality of the content, Maka. Yeah, well, they should get a board fiend. I mean... They, apart from the football side of the thing, they've got to think you've got to feed a family and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, being... Oh, no, it's not about that. I, I, I don't care about my family. Like, And clearly I don't need a feed. Well, <laughs> so, but you just want to get richer. Is that better? <laughs> no, I just want to pour it all back into the cast. That's what I ever do. So, um, you know... Uh, the fact that we've got interactive casts here and, 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 you know, a fantastic chat community is fantastic. And I think it's a really good platform for an advertiser to get on board. And, uh, get on board, folks. Get on board. Yep, yeah, get on board. Um, all right. So um, the other person that I wanted to speak about was, uh, well, probably the thing that I wanted to speak about, but particularly this individual is Brody Smith. Um, part of the leadership group, along with O'Brien and Miller and Mitch Hinge, and who's the other one that's in there? Uh, shit, I've forgotten now. There's an odd one in so, there. Um, there's one more in there. Lockie Murphy. Lockie Murphy. Now, Mac. Yeah. I have the utmost respect for the way Lockie Murphy goes about his craft. Never dies wondering. He's when under he the packs. When he's in Cromania, he used to serve beautifully. <sighs> Leadership group? Um, I was staggered. Just halfway, <laughs> I was staggered. He, look, he's a really nice guy, and I have been served by him. <laughs> and he, and he was on, very move good. On. Move on and, from that. Um, but look, he—I will say this—if he does give a hundred percent, and he does risk his body, and, and oh, he's, he's, absolutely, and he's fearless, and I guess that's why he's in the leadership group because he can ask them to do that because he does it what well, what well, i guess look when i look at it objectively and you think if not them then who right so you know uh, smithers and and uh, miller and lucky murphy and riley o'brien being the more senior in that group um you know if you if you say if not them then who then the cupboard's a bit bare 
So I do understand where the club sits in terms of our demographic. Obviously, Techs don't want to be involved. Sloaney don't want to be involved. You know, we've got Geordie Dawson in there as well. I forgot about Jordan. Um, so I do understand. Um, maybe, maybe the leadership group, the makeup of the leadership group really highlights the uh, the 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 dip in um just stocks that we've got in that mid to late 20s sort of thing lady doesn't want to be involved either so you know i guess it highlights where we're at as a squad yeah uh, you know um while you know maybe i was a bit staggered about it, when the more i thought about it, it it probably is because he is a fearless player and he does set a very good example of going and going Risking life and limb to try and get the ball. Smith, I For think sure. you could even say there's even more, probably more doubt about why he should be in the leadership. I mean, a guy who gets the ball and, and just bombs at sixty metres and really hits a player on the chest. Well, I think it's I think it's quite an important season for Brodie Smith. Um, if he wants to be around for our next Premiership run, he needs to adapt his game. In my opinion, um, we cannot have him just slotting fifty minute. 50 meter darts to anyone um consistently um we need more rebound from him we probably need him running forward a little bit as well and getting on the end of chains and using that lovely long kick the way seedsman used to do um you know uh, again i you know you don't question Brody's commitment uh it seems to have probably lost a yard since the knee um, but I just think he needs to uh, be a little bit more versatile um, because there are other players. We've, we've got quite a few young halfbacks coming through that, uh, that can offer as much, if not more, than him right now. Well, I, th- I think, you know, he warrants a spot at the moment, Bain, but, you know, he, as the season progresses... He could be, you know, he wouldn't have, if he put in a couple of bad ones. He could be out the side, and like I mean, for example, a Nan Curvis. There's no. I don't think we lose much if we put a Nan Curvis in Smith's spot, in my opinion, because I think Nan Curvis is going to be a good player. Really, quite bullish about Luke Nan Curvis. Um, <clears throat> I feel like he looks better when he's on a wing than he is uh, off half back. Um, like he, he offers something on that wing into like aerially and, and he's got good uh, good evasion and, and good decision making um, I reckon it might end up being him and Saligo uh, eventually as our wingers uh, the other bloke that I forgot through the midfield of course is Chase Jones who I thought was a bit disappointing Mac um, to be frank on, on, on Friday night bit harsh because um he was uh, playing wing. And All right. The bloody, Hang on. The, the, wind was, the wind was going across the ground, and for half the game, you're sitting over on the wrong side of the, uh, the ground to get into the play because it was all on yeah, the boundary on the, other, on the other side. So it looked like times like he dropped out of the play, but he's just not in the bloody play because it was going around that flank over there. Yeah, I get it. Well, I get it. I thought he did okay when he, when he had to contest for it. Um, I wouldn't would say he was outstanding, but... I gave him a pass on his game for what he had to do when he got the opportunity. Yeah, I, I didn't see him sort of really 
do much in the midfield, to be honest. I guess that's what I was hoping for, that he would sort of transition a little bit into more midfield minutes. I don't think he's going to get that. Um, I think they've decided now it's going to be, uh, and I think with good cause, it's going to be um, the two R's and uh, uh, Pedler. I think those three are probably going to be the ones that are going to rotate through there. I think, look, there's other guys that probably might get a, cha- uh, a little chance once here and there, but no, I, I think they... they, they yeah, he's, he's developed into a good winger last year, and I think that's the way they'll just keep him. Yeah, okay. Uh, Lockie Shoal, got a bit of it. Got a lot of it, actually. Uh, it surprised me, and he also used the ball very well as well, but I still think he's on borrowed time because he's not physical. Um, I, I don't see, didn't see him squib at any, uh, at any stage of the game. He was actually on, in one, you know, he he got into the play a lot because when, when he was over on that particular wing over there, um, there was a lot of times he had the opportunity to, to uh, uh, get, get loose or contest a, a ball when it's come to the ground. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't think he could have done any more than he did, but that's not necessarily a reason for him to play. No. I'm just going to show this. Uh, I've been keeping an eye on the little replay that I've been running on the on the TV on the side, and we've just got to an example of what I was talking about with Thilthorpe. So I know you can't see it, Mac, but I'll just play it as a bit of a a bit of a idea of what we're talking about. And again, he's run straight under that ball. Uh, he was actually two or three meters clear of Aaliyah, um with that one, and. Uh, he actually ran past like under the the uh, the ball drop, and uh, that's the sort of stuff that just worries me a little bit, mate. It's just, I just, uh, it, it worries me. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, on that occasion, yeah, uh, and uh, I, I, I can actually remember the incident uh, that you're talking about, so I know it did exist. So, but overall, I, I thought he had he showed enormous progression as a footballer. Yeah. Now, when did Kane get hit? Was that in the th- second quarter? Nah, first quarter, in the, back, in the first few minutes. Was that the first quarter, was it? Yep. Let's yep, see so if I can we go would... back and find it. Was it after we kicked out two goals? Uh, yes, was that, I think it was just after that. All right. I'm just yeah, going to uh, I'm just gonna run that forward been... and just... 10, 15 minutes into the first, somebody's saying yeah, that, and, it's about, I'm, I'm, and that's about right. I'm just going to um, let this run in the background, and I'll keep my eye on it, and when we uh, when we get to it, we'll talk about the Power Pepper one. Um, Defence looks okay. I thought Josh Worrell had a bit of a shaky game, Mac. Not one of his best. He had some moments, but he also had some not good moments. Um yeah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't uh, he finished last season on a high. You know, if you drew a graph, his his graph was rising rapidly at the end of last year, going up, 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 and up. And he didn't yeah. resume from that level. He start, he's resumed yeah. from a lower level. So he's got to. He has to work to get back to that form again. Because if he gets back to the, that to that form again, he's a damn good player. Yeah, yeah. Um, Max uh, was in and out. I, I thought most of the defenders were in and out. No one really. Stood out. I thought Mitchy Hinge was a bit, a bit uh, short of a gallop by the looks of it. Um, you know, but the fact reasonable. that we were able to, reasonable. 
Yeah, disposal was a little bit off. Um, I, you know, we've got to remember it's it's first competitive run, and and look, mm. Port played their pretty much their best twenty two. So, um, you know, from that perspective, we did well to uh, hang with them. Um, up forward, we did. up forward, I thought Tex, obviously Tex was quiet. He lays himself into it. What did, pardon me, what do you think of Fogarty? Didn't work quite hard enough, in my opinion. Uh, he had his moments, had moments, but I'd like to see a lot more moments from him. Um, you know, if he's got a chance and gets the ball, he, he's going to kick a goal. That's a good thing about him. But um, he, at the end of last year, he was working much, much harder. And I'm not saying he won't again this year, because as you say, it's the first hit out. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought that... Um, he had he had good moments, but not enough of them. No, and well, again, it's the same old thing from Darcy, isn't it? Yeah, look, I, I thought last year he, did, you know, as the season went on, he, by you know, about the last half of the season, he's playing pretty well nearly every week. But um, yeah, I'd like to see him play. You know, good players eventually get to a stage where you can say. Their worst game is going to be still an okay game, and that's yeah. what he's got. To, that's what he's got to raise his standard to. He's got the ability to do it too. Yeah, most definitely, he's got the ability, the ability to do it. Um, I'll throw one at you, Burgess. What did you think? Um, okay. Right, I've just found the I've just found the um, keen one. Um, look, okay, Macca. Um, He's a bit right. I don't think he's first 22. I think he's a very good stopgap. I think at times we could use him in certain situations to stretch an opposition um, as, a, as another tall option if if we felt like, um, you know, that was going to assist us. I don't think he plays every week. No, but I think he's – I think we've got him, you know uh, – Break, you know, break glass in case of emergency. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, but, but, it, but, you know, he's not hopeless. I mean, he did, take, he did a couple of nice things, a couple of nice marks. And, uh, um, yeah, as I say, he's there. If We haven't got a lot of tools and we've got some injured tools. So, yeah, he he's a backup. Yeah, very, end. yeah very good insurance. Very good insurance, I think. And in the interim, not that the twos are a big deal, but in the interim, it will give Strawny a good chop out too in the twos. Um, all right, let's have a look at... The, I've got this uh, queued up, so let's have a look if I can work my way around this. There we are. So I'm just going to slow-mo this. I know you can't see it, Mac, but um, for the people at home... This is the hit. Is, is this the hit? Yeah. You're not getting my camera. No. Oh, what am I doing? What happened then? You there? Wow. Yeah, I'm here. I just, uh, something happened then. I don't know what happened. I, uh, I lost my spot. <laughs> anyway, so much for that idea. <laughs> well... I'll come back to it when it uh, when when I find it again. Okay. I drop I drop uh, my mouse and it it reset everything. 
I think uh, just to try a few other names, a straw one. I thought Strawn didn't do much really when he when he had his opportunity when no. uh, come on. And no. O'Brien, I thought had been was really great with his efforts. And um, Parnell had moments. Morley's had moments. Uh, so just uh, in the last couple of quarters, there, there's a couple of lads in the in the making there. Bond was given a couple uh, runs through the middle, and he doesn't look hopeless either. Thing number forty, yeah, he, he, that's a, no, that's a nice he mate. he was an interesting one actually, um, because we, I mean, we really didn't see anything of him in the in the in the uh, you know last season in his debut season. He looked a bit out of out of his depth, and but he had injury as know. well. No. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, oh, sorry, I'm just and Billy Dowling. Uh, yeah, I, I like him as a player too. I thought he went well. Um, so yeah, I don't yeah. mind Billy actually. I don't mind Billy at all. I think he's got some. Uh, I think he's got some good skills and uh, probably needs a little bit more beef on him still, Mac. I reckon. Hammer, Hammer, Hammer was okay, but he's not going to take anybody's spot unless we're short of a player. No, it showed a bit of dash, I thought, um, and seemed a little bit stronger. Um, but, yeah, not first pick. Although, with Miller out, he might actually get that um, outlet defender role, Mac. Well, that's actually true. Um, he'd be the, probably the logical one to slot in there because he you, has You would pace. think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I've, uh, I've found this thing again, so let's just play it through. I'll just put it on slow. So you can see that, like when when uh, Keane gets turned, you can see um, Power Pepper. Like Keane's getting turned here, tries to spin out. Power Pepper has just—he's not just planted his feet; he's actually gone. He's set himself and moved forward with his shoulder to yeah. take Keane out. And he's like, there, there is. He turns his, his own body around 180 degrees. He's hit him that hard. That's right. And it gives him the old bloody NBA stare down too. Like when they bloody dunk on someone, they give him the stare down. Well, Pe Pepper's given uh, Keane the stare down. Here it is again. Bang. Oh, giving him the stare down. Like I'd, I'm just not about that, Mac. I reckon that is one of the most cowardly things I've seen on a football field for a long time. You've got a guy who's being held by another guy, uh, and he's in no got no chance to protect himself, and he has come and sniped him. And people yeah. can't say that he got pushed into him because if you look, no, at he didn't Pat, get pushed into him. If you didn't get pushed I, I into him at all. No, I played it frame by frame, and you, if you watch Powell Pepper's shoulder, it leans inward. Yeah, okay. yeah, he he's he's got forward momentum when he hits him. Yeah, he's got and he goes leans into him because if he was actually hitting a bloke that was actually being thrown in his path and he was actually trying to avoid it, his shoulder would be going out, not in. Yeah, so the that's right. Was actually, ta deliberately taking him out, and he belted him straight in the head with maximum force. Yeah, hell of a bad blow. Now the, the it league's wasn't... been. The league's been rambling on about this, and they must stop this sort of situation now. If you look at what he's done, it's deliberate, it's uh, impact, high. C contact, high. 
Now, that to me is straight to the tribunal and for gain. But I think if the league is serious about this type of thing, stopping this type of thing, that they should say, well, bugger the four, you're getting six because this is going to be an example of what we're going to do this year if you're going to bump the players in the head. And don't come up with it's a football incident. Don't come up with it's an accident. You did it. And you actually yeah. did it. With your, you weren't in possession of the ball. You weren't contesting the ball. You only did one thing. You wanted to hit him. And you've, that's what well, you've done. Well, and the thing is, Keane was actually spinning out of the Rioli tackle. A lot of people are saying, oh, you know, it was a Rioli was slinging him around. He wasn't. Keane was actually spinning out of that tackle. And Pau Pepper had two other options available to him. The ball was actually free, in, like available for Pepper to actually steal it off Keane because Keane had lifted his arms to get through the Rioli tackle and the ball was there for the taking. Or else it was a tackle, right? It was a dead set tackle and it would have been holding the ball. He's tried to break the Rioli tackle. He's gone into a Power Pepper tackle, holding the ball every day of the week. So he has made a conscious decision. He hasn't looked at the where the ball. He actually, when he when he shoulder charges, he actually shoulder charges past the ball. Um, so he's not looking at the ball at all. He, he's got no intention to tackle or anything like that. His sole intention is to put him down. And Macro, I'm with you. A lot of people have been saying three, given what we've had with Angus Brayshaw during the week and his unfortunate retirement and all the rest of it. I, I'm saying six. I'm saying six yep. weeks for Power Pepper because that was a good old-fashioned shirt front. And n- people that say, oh, the bump's the bet, death, dead, the bump's dead and all the rest of it, that wasn't a bump. That was a good old-fashioned shirt front that belongs in the 70s and 80s. We haven't been seeing that in football for a long time. No, I agree with you. I think it's the dirtiest thing I've seen in years. And dirtiest thing I've seen in years because it was a defenceless footballer and he's just sniped him and just smashed his head. And as yep. I said, his shoulder shoulder hasn't, hasn't gone back. His shoulder's gone in and hit him so hard that it actually spun uh, Powell Pepper's body around 180 degrees. Agreed. That's how hard he's hit him. Agreed. And uh, that, to me, is just one of the worst things I have seen on a football field. And one of the worst. Well, you and know, that, I mean... That's six, six weeks if I'm up there every time. You know, if he was um, a player, I'll give him six weeks. Well, McAdam last year, the first cab off the rank got three for a, for a hit that didn't even hit him in the head, um, and the guy didn't get any concussion from and like play on, and McAdam got three. This is going to take McKean out for at least a week, maybe two, interrupts his preseason, um, and it was a considered act to, like you say, a defenceless player. I think I think six is justified. I don't think they'll give him six. I think they'll probably end up giving him three. Um, that's, but that's not that's not good enough. You can't get away with three for that. Are you right? Probably the, right. They 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 they're piss weak and they do they you know they ports one of the teams they prop up. So you know they they always give uh, more kinder to the propped up propped up teams. But uh, no, if they're serious about it. If they really are serious about concussion and they've got all these cases yeah. being uh, suing yeah. at the moment, this, yeah. this, this is the perfect timing to say we aren't tolerating this. And yeah. so six, six matches. Yep. Well, we will see. Obviously, they'll probably uh, they'll probably deliberate on that tomorrow, I'd imagine, um, and we'll see uh, what happens. I'd, I'd, and the, the most ridiculous thing out of the whole thing was Tommy Jonas on the commentary 
basically saying there's nothing in it. Good on you, Tom. Yeah, I thought that was just that was disgraceful. Did was was there anybody in that commentary that had any bearing to uh, the Crows at all? No, well, it was a Port hosted game, and I think Port basically. The reason I say that it, is every every free, uh, they got twenty two free kicks to twenty nine free kicks to our twenty two, and every they just about queried every free kick that we got, and they were even though they got twenty nine, they were screaming for more all the time. And I thought, is there anybody up there that's got anything? And and so they they didn't call a lot of the crows players by name as well. I, I thought it was pathetic. I actually thought the umpire is pretty average. I, I'm assuming they use SNFL umpires because it was pretty average. I didn't think it was a very good display by them as well. There were lots of confusing decisions. So, I mean, I, I've, the commentary was clearly biased. Um, but, you know, I mean, look, at the end of the day, mate, it, it was a pre-season inter-club trial, uh, AFL sanctioned but not part of the pre-season, which starts next week. Um, so I guess we were lucky we got a stream in the first place, to be honest. The one that really got me, Bean, was the one where in their forward line, I think it was, where, uh, well, it could have been I can't remember, but uh, it, it was down like the, uh, where the, where the busy and where all the spectators are. We've grabbed this port player, Turner's spun him around in a circle, he's got the ball in one hand, it's flown off his hand, and the controlling umpire, quite rightly, has said, throw. And this stupid white maggot, white maggot trots in, and says, Hang it, hanging on. He'd be hanging on. He's thrown the bloody ball away. And then they have a discussion, and because they are given different decisions, they bounce the bloody thing. It was one of the, one of the most stupid incidents I've seen of umpires doing. And I think, I really think, have, for, can't have any faith. For accuracy, they were actually powder blue maggots on Friday. Yeah, it has been pointed out blue maggots. And, uh, nice, nice, nice powder blue. They're the worst kind. They really are. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, I think, uh, is there anything else you wanted to uh, cover out of the game? I think we've pretty much talked through the, the uh, most pertinent parts. No, oh, well, just we didn't say, we didn't give uh, Dawson his due credit. I thought he played a very good game, Dawson. Uh, yeah. I was a, bit, a little bit disappointed with Mick, uh, Michael Annie. I thought he can play better than that. Uh, just looking at the list here. Um no, I think we just about covered them all, mate. Oh, Galant, yep. Galant, he he got he 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 had some moments, yeah. but he didn't get a lot of he didn't get a lot of opportunity either. So, you know, it's interesting with Galant because when I first saw him, I thought, God, there's a lad that just jumps at the ball. I loved his aerial work, but he is also one that is seeming to run under the ball a bit he jumps very vertically and and often he'll actually take the mark behind him and that wasn't something that we saw from him when he first started um it's something that's crept into his game and he tends to drop a lot as a result and i wonder with Lockie, I'm, I'm a bit of a fan of his um but i wonder where where he slots in he's certainly not a macadam replacement he's not dynamic enough to be a macadam replacement um, you know, uh, again, he's going to be sitting in behind Tex and Fogarty and Thilthorpe and, and those blokes for a run. Um, not sure. Uh, well, I miss actually missed uh, two of the most uh, useless players of the of the day. Uh, Cook was terrible, I thought. 
very poor yeah, game really and, disappointing, Braden. Uh, and uh, did his chance of getting a game no good at all. And no, but the worst one I gave to him will be great big lug there back at full back, just bloody useless. I mean, I. I will say this, his big body got in the way a few times, but, geez, in terms of skill, he's way, he's way down on this, mate. That, that, they've got a couple of good young tools, Port, Vizantini and uh, Scully, both good young tools. Um, they've obviously been trying to turn Elliot into a defender, uh, given opportunities and whatnot. Um, he, just, he just lacks that... I don't know. He just lacks that... Let's um, just call it a bullet. Ability. See, I'm not prepared to call it ability, Mac, because he actually does have good skills. He he's good. Uh, he's also good below his feet, uh, below his knees. He's he's uh, got a good football brain, in my opinion, when he's got the ball. But he's just so laconic. He he doesn't doesn't seem to have another gear. Do you know what I mean? Well, the two comments there, Varney Magic Himmelberg. Uh, lacks urgency, the polite one. Next one says quite rightly, looks like he doesn't GAF. Give a, you know, you know what. And that which comes back to your your comment about being laconic and not looking at. He's not an intense player. He's just not an intense player. No, he he's not, and it's to his detriment because he plays against big lads who use their body and 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 you know with a sense of urgency and all the rest of it. And he just doesn't seem to have that grit about him to fight for a contest you know what i mean to fight for position or anything like that and like i said porter got some good young tools uh really impressed with with both Vicentini and uh scully i think they'll have good careers and they've got that other lad uh, lord uh, as well um, lord was kept quiet. he was kept quiet so yeah but he's good i like him and then they've got georgiatis as well yeah, they have. They've got some good tools, and the two, the two young ones you mentioned, they are going to be good players down the track as well. Well, it makes you makes you wonder why they signed Todd Marshall on for five. Well, they rate him very, very highly. I only rate him about uh, like if they rate him like about an eighty, ninety percent player. I rate him about a seventy percent player. I, I don't yeah, rate I've him as highly as they do. He's had some he good had games, him. absolutely, but like he can go missing. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. Yeah. He, he'll have a he'll have a day where he'll kick you five goals, and they might be the only five touches he's had. But he'll have yeah. another day when he when he might get five kicks and you know very ordinary ones in the middle of nowhere. He, yeah, he's not not a guy I would want to rely upon. You know, to win a flag. No, I well, I mean, you know, and Dixon, I think is finished. Yeah, I mean, oh, look, I. I I don't mind Big Charlie. I think he's a big trier and he gets around his teammates and all the rest of it. And I actually like I don't I don't mind him actually. To be honest, I would I would have been in in his early days. I would have been happy for us to trade him, um, trade for him. I would have, I, I should say, um, but he's looking at shadow of himself now. He, like when when he gets out on that leg, he looks so big and strong, and his hands just grip the grip the ball and. Like takes it out in front, but uh, they just don't get enough out of him anymore. No. And, uh, you know, Keynes would sort him last time in the showdown and, and beat him hands down. Um, yeah. No, I like Keynes. 
you know, I just hope this doesn't affect him at all because I think he's got enormous uh, potential. We didn't actually see our new Irish recruit uh, at all. They didn't play him. No, well, I mean, he looked a bit at sea in the inter-club, intra-club, don't he you think? He did, didn't he? Yeah, he did. I think he's still learning he's... the game, mate, and you probably wouldn't want to put him to the sword like that in a up against and... a, a top-eight team. And Murray's brother didn't overexcite me either. No, a couple of things. Um, big, One really like, nice mark. Yeah. I, you know, again, he's out of a country league. It's only his second or third run, so let's give him, cut him some slack. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, uh, by all reports, doesn't shirk it either like his brother. So if we could have two of Nick Murray, he'd be happy. Uh, I'm just calling them as they are now. You know, so yeah, absolutely. I hope, I hope in time we're just saying a lot better things about it. Agreed, agreed. Look, mate, I think that probably does us. Um, uh, we've gone our uh, obligatory hour and, an hour and a half nearly, even though I really wanted to cut these back to an hour this year. <laughs> Um, but it's been great to be back on deck. Um, it's uh, great to see you uh, up and about, Mac. Good to see everyone in the chat. Uh, our new platform's working well. We've got some some new people watching on different platforms. Uh, don't forget, as I mentioned earlier, like and subscribe us on YouTube. Really keen to get um, those subs up and get us in the algorithm there. If you're not part of our Discord, get around the Discord. It's, it's a great spot to have a chat. Uh, about footy, particularly on game days, it gets pretty willing. And, uh, mate, I guess we'll be back next week, won't we? We will. I just want to make one comment to, to reply to the chat. They said, do you think that Charlie Edwards will get a game early? No, not early, but it wouldn't surprise me if he worked his way into a spot by the end of the season. I, I, I wouldn't, I, yeah, I wouldn't mind betting either. He looks likely, doesn't he, mate? Oh, he's very likely. That's, he's a great pickup for the number two pickup. He's a great pickup. Yep. Yeah. No, so, agreed with that. All right. Agreed well, with that. Well, so we got West Coast next week. Yes, and I think um, uh, I would say that we'll be putting out our best side. I would think, uh, even though it is West Coast, um, they will obviously, well, probably our best 25, 26, put it that way. Yeah, I think so. Is it a four-quarter game or another six-quarter game? I don't really know, Fiend. It seems like you can make a meal however like long you like. But um, um, it depends whether they... Well, it seems we're not travelling this time. Um, I, uh, well, they might give the, yeah, they might make it another six. It depends yeah, whether I'm, West Coast... I'm not, I'm not sure what the Coast format really. is. If yeah. West Coast bring their whole squad... Oh, hang on, this one's... But this one's under the auspices of the AFL as a proper uh, proper trial. Yeah, you're so right. So it's probably going to be four. So it'll probably be four quarters and probably uh, five interchange. They may allow an extra interchange or something like that. Y uh, yeah, work. maybe. Maybe. Yeah. All I'm right, so we though. will we will be back, uh, Mac, next Sunday at um, uh, 8.30. I'd like to give a shout-out to my youngest son, Tyler, who turned 16 today, mate. He's the uh, last cab off the rank for me. Yeah, well... Tyler, all I can say to you is, mate, congratulations, and I hope you turn out better than your old man. Wow. Why? We've <laughs> been so good tonight. It so it good. It was a joke. It was a joke, mate. It was a joke. And you just like, just a big uppercut just to finish off. Uh, Tyler could do worse, mate. Don't worry joke. about that. Tyler, 
look out to him as a model uh, and then uh, I just, change and go the other way. For all those people on Twitter that have been giving me shit about giving you a hard time, yeah. I just I just saw the gloves just come off just then, just then, man. Is that right? But I'll I'll be the I'll be the better man. <laughs> You'll find it stressful, thing. <laughs> all right, look, lovely to see you again, mate. Um, and uh, lovely to see everyone. Uh, we will be back next week with another weekend wrap. Until then, stay safe, be good. See you then. Yep. Bye, all.